Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and welcome to r slash am I the butthole? And if you do like our Reddit story, consider subscribing today, maybe clicking that notification bell too. And if you enjoy the content, why not like as well? Really helps out. And let's jump in to today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story is an updated story. So as always, we're going to cover the initial story first, then go to the update. So feel free to use the timestamps as always. And it's from Roommate Moving Out titled, Am I the arsehole for telling my boyfriend that his daughter can't have her own room in our house? So my boyfriend, 30 male, and I, 24 female, have been together for two years. And we just put our first house together. We move in at the end of the month. My boyfriend has a four-year-old daughter, Kate, from a previous relationship. I love Kate with all my heart. She lives with my boyfriend's ex and comes to visit us for short stays and sleepovers, more often in the summertime. Our new house is about a 30-minute drive from Kate's mum's house. It has three bedrooms, a master bedroom, and two smaller bedrooms. We are converting one of the rooms to be an office for my boyfriend and me to work from. That leaves just one spare bedroom. Kate was really nervous about us moving so far away and my boyfriend has reassured her that she will still get to visit all the time and she will have her own bedroom waiting for her whenever she wants. My issue with this is that I don't want Kate to treat the only spare bedroom as her personal bedroom. Rather, I want it to be thought of as a guest bedroom. Of course, Kate can stay there whenever she wants to. This isn't part of the debate. I want her to feel welcome all the time, but I don't want it to be only her room. I don't want it to be filled with her toys and clothes so nobody else feels comfortable to sleep in there. I don't think it's fair that a room is reserved for someone who is not there 90% of the time. In addition, my boyfriend and I are planning to have a child of our own and I want to make sure that when that happens, we will have the space for them to live. I can only imagine the circus in a few years if we have to tell Kate we are taking away our room to give it to our new sibling. That's why I want to set expectations now that Kate is always welcome, but she will be welcomed as a guest. My boyfriend thinks I'm being unreasonable, that Kate needs her own room for stability, especially as she feels we are moving away from her. He says we can keep a pullout sofa in our office for guests to stay on and call it the spare room and call the spare room Kate's room. I still don't think it's fair to have a room just for Kate when she won't use it very often. And I think it's reasonable to be worried at the prospect of eventually giving Kate's room away to a future child. And as said, we do have an update to this one, but you said you love this this four-year-old child with all your heart, your boyfriend's daughter, the, the girl's dad, and then you call her a guest, but she will be welcome as a guest in her father's house. I really don't know what to say to that. To me, that just seems very cold. And you say you love her with all your heart, but you're treating her like she she's not a part of your family. She's just an outsider who doesn't belong in your family and just a guest, as you keep saying in your post. 
who, when you have your own children, is going to lose her room to your child? And it just, oh, it just all feels a bit a bit much for me. But we're going to cover some comments to see what they say. And we're going to start with Norman Beats, who says, and quote, That's why I want to set expectations now. That Kate is always welcome, but she will be welcomed as a guest. And then says, okay, evil stepmother, tell us more about how your hypothetical future child sibling is not a part of your family. And Sage and Rage says, you're the asshole. She is a member of the family and deserves her own space. How did you not have this conversation before buying the house? Isn't how many rooms and what they'll be used for one of the first things discussed before looking at homes to buy? Android Queen says you're the arsehole and I'm not surprised that you didn't discuss this beforehand because it would be obvious to anyone with a heart that a four-year-old is not a guest in her father's house. It is her other home. Of course she gets a room there. Seriously, you should go apologize profusely to your boyfriend and his daughter if you have already spoken to her about this. Secure Patient says you're the arsehole. You are not ready for this relationship. His daughter is not a guest. She's part of his life and by acting the way you are, you're not making her feel welcome. Bowie James says you're the asshole. She is a child, a four-year-old, and you want to make sure she knows that isn't her room. Marinate on that. You want to make sure a four-year-old isn't too comfortable or at home in her dad's home. If I were him, I'd leave. Sword says you're the asshole. She's not a guest. She's his daughter. My stepson lives four hours away, and we get him on school breaks and during the summer. The rest of the time, his room is closed off, so the cats can't wreak havoc. It's not wasted space, it's his room. And when he comes back, he knows his Nerf guns and video games and other toys are safely awaiting him in his room. You say you want her to feel welcome, but how is she supposed to feel that when she's not even worthy of having their own space? Shit like this is why step-parents get such a bad rep. Now, we're going to move on to the update to see what that says and let's just hope for something positive to come out of this one. Wowee. So, updates. Hi everyone, first of all, I want to give you all a big thank you. By posting in the sub, I was able to realize just how wrong I was. A lot of you shared your own stories of similar things growing up and how it led to resentment between you and your parents and step-parents. And that is the absolute last thing I want for me and Kate. Called me naive, but I simply didn't realize the harm I was perpetuating by withholding a room of Kate's own. By doing so, I was removing a sense of true belonging and welcome. And to those of you that felt personally hurt and victimized by my actions, I am sorry. A number of you reached out to me privately in anger, and I know that comes from a place of pain and sadness. To you, I'm sending along my love. In the aftermath of posting, I watched the comments pour in. At first, I was devastated, but with time, I realized that many of you saying the exact same thing, that Kate needs her own room, that it will still be her home, even if she won't be there very often. I showed my boyfriend my post and he laughed at me. He told me I was insane for thinking that Kate wouldn't get to have her own room. The past few weeks, we have been occupied with our move and putting together the rooms. We haven't moved over Kate's bed and dresser yet, but we have freshly painted the wall Kate's favorite light blue and have bought a brand new Ikea toy chest for her. We have decided to double the second room as an office slash guest room with a pullout couch and two desks. The pullout is comfortable as both a couch and a bed. I've tested it. It's a little bit crowded in there, but I think it will be a while before we will have guests anyway. This past Sunday, my boyfriend brought Kate and me to a nearby federal park. We took a short hike to these ruins, one of Kate's favorite places in the world. We had a picnic and while we were eating, I could see that Kate couldn't sit still. She was trying to hold back a big smile and asked her dad, can we do it now? I was confused and he said after we finished eating. 
It turns out the two of them had been planning this for a while. They were spending many days together before she started preschool, sitting in the park and going over every detail. He asked me to marry him. Well, Kate asked. In the past, my boyfriend and I had always agreed that we didn't want to get married. But when he asked, my heart almost stopped and I said yes. I was so caught off guard, but he said with a big change of the new house, he just felt like the time was right. As many of you have said, I shouldn't have been concerned with welcoming Kate into my home. Rather, I should have been concerned with being welcomed into Kate's home. And I do feel this. I want to be a part of Kate's family and I feel very lucky to be given the opportunity and I promise I won't let it go to waste. And I personally find that a wonderful update and it's one of my favorite things about Am I the Arsehole, especially when we get updates on posts and you know, people do realize their mistakes and they grow from them and a positive comes out of it in the end. And I think that's absolutely fantastic. And my favorite little part there was the last paragraph where you said you're welcoming Kate into my home. Rather, I should be concerned with being welcomed into Kate's home and being part of Kate's family. And I think that is just absolutely fantastic. But grinning here, what do you guys make of that one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Consistent27163, titled, Am I the Arsehole for Billing My Boyfriend and Not Caring If The Provider Sue Him If He Doesn't Pay? I, 26 female, have been in a relationship with my boyfriend, 28 male, for a year. He is an artist, that is to say he feels like Picasso while venting his frustration from a full-time job at a bank, accountant, in a canvas while I am a biomedical engineer. As such, I have a toolbox in the house that I bought for household repairs and the like while another bigger toolbox sits in my room. We don't live together, filled with my very expensive and specialized tools I use for work. Specifically, I work at a hospital installing, maintaining and repairing the big machinery used in diagnostics. I must remark that this tool cannot be just bought at a hardware store, as a lot of them are machine specific or brand specific and I must use them to maintain the insurance and guarantee of these machines. It has never bothered me that he uses common house things to add to his canvas, as he has never taken anything that wasn't already on its way to the bin or donation. But one day I got back from work and he is in the house, in my backyard flinging paint at a canvas with some weird shape stuck to it. At first, I didn't know what he had pasted on there until I saw my toolbox dumped by his feet and a lot of the tools just strewn around. The tipping point came when I saw my oscilloscope I don't know if that's how it's pronounced, broken apart and glued to the monstrosity in the yard. That thing alone cost me $750, let alone the rest of my ruined tools. I saw red. I don't even remember what I said to him, only that he ran away and was actually crying, full on bawling. I had no time nor patience to deal with that, so I took inventory of what he ruined and talked to my boss to see what I could do. Non-electric or simple tools like special screwdrivers, how he ruined a screwdriver, I have no idea. Clamps, measuring tools, the hospital will replace it at no cost, but other ones like the oscilloscope and a few other electric tools I had to replace myself. I looked for the exact tools I had before and it came up to $1,876 to replace everything. Checked with a family member who was a lawyer, bought all the replacements and sent the bill to my boyfriend. Well, his mum called me screaming, saying, how could I do this to her baby and how he doesn't have the money to pay for it? I know for a fact he does. I told her that if he doesn't pay, the provider will sue him and so will I, and then just hung up. Not 10 minutes later, he called. He was crying and screaming, so I just left the phone next to me and continued to work. 
When I didn't hear the ruckus from the phone, I picked it up again. Being noisy in the action so he realizes I didn't listen to a word he said and asked if he was done throwing a tantrum. He hanged up. I felt justified at the moment, but I was telling this coworker and he said I was too harsh, but I did what I had to to continue my work. If he wanted to paint tools, there was another toolbox with cheaper stuff in the kitchen. He knows my toolbox is more expensive, so why? I don't understand. So Reddit, am I the arsehole? I had to look back and after this one and make sure that I wasn't an entitled parent or something like that. And I do wonder why, like you said, why? Why would he do this? Because that is not normal behavior. Never in my wildest dreams would I ever think of, you know, just going into someone's toolbox or whatever possessions it is and taking them and using them for some sort of art project I'm doing and absolutely destroying them. And even more so, your specialist toolbox that you use for work he, which he knows about, went into and damaged some of this equipment. And I was Googling some of it. I ain't going to try and pronounce that word again, but I Googled it. And that looks like an expensive bit of kit. I gotta say, well, it is an expensive bit of kit, but also looks very, very specialist. And then the fact when, you know, he did run off crying and got told off, got his mum involved and she's phoning you and giving you grief about it. Bloody hell, yeah. I, I don't think I would really want to be with someone like that, but I gotta, the question keeps coming up. Why? There must have been something else, surely. But Rainbow Dreaming says, not the asshole, too harsh. He disrespected you and your possessions and clearly thought he would get away with it. P.S. I think you mean ex-boyfriend. Equizotic says, not the asshole. Why are you still dating this guy? What a complete asshole. Okay, Smell says, not the asshole. Your boyfriend is behaving like a 10-year-old, not a responsible adult. No way should he have taken any of your stuff without asking, let alone expensive tools you need for your job. And what 28-year-old needs to go running to mummy because their partner caused them out on bad behavior? Sounds like you need to ditch him and look for an adult boyfriend. First thing says, not the asshole. Sister, this is insane. He deliberately dismantled and broke your valuable work tools for his hobby and then refused to take any responsibility. No way in hell are you the asshole. He knew what he was doing every step of the way. This is crazy. What can he possibly say in his defense? Aggravating Hurry says, not the arsehole, he probably did this on purpose because he has some insecurities about your job slash the money you make slash level of education slash intelligence. Sue him if he doesn't pay and dump his ass. ANL replies that saying, this is what I'm thinking too. His behavior reminded me of something I've read about abusers who, when going into a rage fit, they only break their partner's things and never their own things. It doesn't sound like OP's ex-boyfriend has never been violent but clearly has premeditated this and the likelihood that he did it out of spite and jealousy against op is pretty goddamn high and op replies to that comment saying i'm not a violent person only three times in my life have i gotten into a fight and it was in another's defense but my mum raised no wilting flower i made it very clear that if he ever raised a hand to me i'd pay it back twice as hard and he knows i can knock him out he has seen me spar I think that might have frustrated him. He's not violent, but brusque. Is that a word? I don't know. Rough? Something like that. And I was living with my parents when we started dating. I think he might have felt slighted when I started doing well and he was stuck at the bank. But such is nature of my work. Specialized machines come with specialized maintenance and thus a bigger paycheck. Honestly, at this point, I'm just disappointed in him. He wasn't like this at the beginning. I haven't broken up with him yet, but I guess it's unavoidable. Hmm... Now, what do you guys make of this one? What's your reason why? Why do you think he may be doing this? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And our next story comes from Am I the Asshole Joshua Scotty. Am I the asshole for siding with my wife when she refused to let my son install the lock his mum got him for his room? I married my current wife six years ago. She has a 14-year-old son and I have a 16-year-old son from my previous marriage. We normally don't deal with a ton of issues as a blended family. My stepson, Joshua, is nice to everyone and he likes sharing a lot. It's his way of forming strong bonds. My son Scotty, however, is the complete opposite. He hates sharing and is very private. He takes offense to his brother going into his room and borrowing stuff from him. He hates that Joshua does it frequently, but my wife and I thought it was completely normal as long as Joshua returns everything later. Scotty started complaining about it openly lately, saying Joshua has gone too far with his behavior, taking stuff constantly without permission. My wife and I came up with a solution, which was getting Scotty a safe to store his valuable possessions. But Scotty said this wasn't enough since he has tons of stuff and he can't put it all in the safe. It all came to a head last week when Joshua took Scotty's Lego collection to take pictures of it outside the house and accidentally broke a couple of pieces. Scotty blew up and got his mum involved. My ex-wife then bought and sent him a lock to install in his bedroom door the same day, which made my wife go mad, calling her disrespectful and overstepping to send locks over to our house. They had a verbal fight on the phone, and I returned home to see my wife arguing with Scotty after he refused to return the lock. I asked him what the heck was going on, and all my wife said was Scotty was expecting her to let him install this lock his mum sent to our house. She said neither boys is allowed to have locks. Scotty said he was done with Joshua taking and breaking his stuff and begged me to say something. Convinced my wife to let him keep the lock, but I told him my wife was right in that it was disrespectful of his mum to send the lock to our house. Scotty said if we're so against his mum getting him a lock, then I should get him one instead. But I refuse since my wife said neither of the boys are allowed a lock, so it's not like Joshua has a lock and Scotty doesn't. Scotty threw a fit calling me terrible and that he can't wait to move out and be done with our nonsense. We had Joshua apologize, but still Scotty isn't having it. My former in-laws argued that I was being unfair to Scotty after he complained to them and told me to let him keep the lock and not side with my wife and her son. Am I the asshole? Now we see many a story like this where with blended families where one of the children sort of gets pushed to the side and their feelings and their their emotions are not looked at and later on they always the parents always seem to regret it that they didn't respect their their boundaries 
because like in this story he said he can't wait to move out and it will happen one day if you carry on down this path you have a perfect opportunity to fix things right now and make things start going in the right direction before it's too late you said in the first paragraph that you know, the children are completely the opposites. Scotty likes his own space, and that's completely fine. If he doesn't want someone touching his possessions, that's his boundaries. He doesn't want, I wouldn't want someone coming in and just touching all my stuff. How would you feel if either of your sons came into your room and started rooting around your stuff and taking it because they wanted to do some stuff with it? I'm sure you'd have something to say about that. And let's face it, as nice as you're saying Joshua is, He's, he's not forming strong bonds with his stepbrother at this point, is he? He's damaging the relationship by doing what he's doing. And he must know that. Scotty must show. Scotty has shown how unhappy he is with the situation, but Josh continues to do it. So, yeah, absolutely, you're going to be the arsehole in this situation. But Bookish4269 says, yes, you're the arsehole. I have news for you. Joshua is not nice to everyone. Being nice includes respecting others' belongings and their privacy. And he is not doing that with your son. He invades Scotty's privacy, takes his stuff without permission, and apparently damages some of it. That's not sharing, for fuck's sake. That is taking without permission. We have a word for that, and it's not sharing. You are the problem here. You doing nothing to correct Joshua's bad behavior or support Scotty in setting entirely reasonable boundaries for his privacy. You obviously favor your stepson and have zero respect for Scotty's need for privacy and security that his things belong to him. Your ex was right to send him a lock. Thank goodness she is looking out for his concerns. Since you won't and your asshole wife doesn't think it matters. Peas Please says you're the asshole. Poor Scotty. No privacy and one parent who doesn't stand up for him. If I was him, I'd move out. Eats Faces for Brunch says you're the asshole. Your stepson doesn't like sharing. He likes fucking with your son's shit and you're enabling it. It's not a bonding experience when one half of the equation hates it. When your son turns 18 and never contacts you again, at least you'll know exactly why. floppy Dog says, you're the arsehole. You in 10 years time. Why does Scotty never call me? He won't go low contact over a lock. It's about how his dad didn't protect him from his thieving snake of a brother and respect his rights or have his back. These things are in the dad job description. You will have irreparably damaged the relationship by putting your wife first when Scotty is the victim. He will not trust or respect you. So your wife has a rule about no locks, but stealing is okay. I can see where Joshua got his morals from. Maybe she doesn't want Scotty to have a lock, so her thief son can steal from your son. You're so obviously the arsehole that I'm wondering if this is a made-up post. If yes, then bravo. This is a convincing post. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What do you think about the situation? It's got to be an arsehole one, right? It has to be. I can't see any other way around it. But let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Community76544 titled, Am I the arsehole for causing a scene at my sister-in-law's birthday party after I found out she lied to me? My brother's wife comes from a wealthy family. Everyone in my family keeps asking her for favors and at this point she managed to financially dominate them except for me, my wheelchair user, husband. She's civil towards us though. Her birthday was a few days ago and she decided to have it in a upscale restaurant and even gave out invitations. I received one but it was only in my name. I called to ask her and she said she only wanted women at the party for more freedom and fun. I informed my husband and he said it was fine. He handed me the birthday gift he brought for her and asked me to give it to her. I got to the restaurant and was astonished as I approached the table. My sister-in-law was sitting along with all the women in the family and their husbands. I kept mumbling, what the fuck? Dad and brother were there. 
I asked mum what the deal was and she just said, take a seat and we'll explain. I turned to my sister-in-law and asked why there were men at her party when she said only women. Mum spoke up again telling me to sit down, but I told her to stay out of it, then demanded sister-in-law explain. She said, knowing that my husband is wheelchair bound, she thought there'd be so much trouble to get him ready, find him proper transportation, accommodate him at the restaurant, etc. She thought his presence wasn't necessary, but she couldn't openly tell me to leave him at home, so she used this little white lie to get me to have a stress-free time instead of worrying about my husband. I got furious and told her to stop treating my husband as a burden and that she should have been upfront about her plan, adding that what she did was manipulative. I took the gift my husband got out of my bag and said this gift come from the man she excluded from her event and that I was going to return it. Then I walked out, got into an Uber and went home. Mum visited saying sister-in-law was being a bitch but didn't think what I did was okay or tactful. She reminded me sister-in-law is the host slash funder for the party so I have no say in who's invited and who's not and that I was free to turn and leave as soon as discovered her lie instead of making a scene. Also said it was just a pathetic ego boost in party so it's not like she excluded my husband from a wedding. I had to deal with my brother's anger as he was livid and accused me of ruining his wife's birthday over one family member not being included. I said if she was up front I wouldn't have even come but she deceived me into coming thinking the party had women. He said I got it all wrong and should stop spoiling my husband since he's a big boy and can get over not being included in one event and wants me to apologize to his wife for reminding me of what she's done to help our family. ETA, I let my husband know about what happened and he stared at me in disbelief, then got all quiet all of a sudden, even refused to talk it out with me and said he needed to be alone for some time. I admit this behavior on my sister-in-law's part is not new, but still my husband and I were very hurt no matter what our real intentions are. Add, forgot to add ages, I'm 31 and my husband is 35, sister-in-law is 28. Absolutely not the arsehole and if I dealt with anyone like that, I'd have done exactly the same, got up and walked out and would definitely cut people like that out of my life. What an absolutely disgusting attitude to have. But individual ad says not the arsehole, this is your husband, you're well within your rights to call her out and to leave. Honestly, you showed quite a bit of restraint. HVTS says not the arsehole, play discriminatory games, win scenes as prizes. Intelligent Help says not the arsehole, but your entitled sister-in-law certainly is. She's also a coward for lying to you like that. I think she deserved to be publicly shamed like that. I'll tell your brother that until she apologizes to your husband for discriminating against his disability, then you will have no further contact with either of them. Edit, I think the low contact or no contact should be extended to anyone who supported or even so little as went along with this. They are much the arsehole as your sister-in-law. And Jammy913 says, oh, not the arsehole to the max. Tell your mum and anyone else who has a problem with, with your reaction to shove it because her dishonesty properly earned her that response from you. You didn't ruin her birthday at all. She got exactly what she wanted, an event without your husband in attendance. And ask your brother how it spoils your husband to expect him to be treated with respect. I wouldn't apologize for shit and I'd remain super pissed in your shoes, OP. Honestly, could at least have been respected and you could have made your own choice with eyes wide open. Her deception was absolutely disrespectful and wrong. And one more from 1962 Michael who says not the arsehole, obviously. I think it is ironic that your brother is telling you to stop spoiling your husband when he is so blatantly covering for his wife's assholery. As for your mum's comment, I think that sort of behavior has to be called out at the time. Make a scene in the fancy restaurant. That's the only time they can feel any shame. Bottom line, your mother and brother 
want the gravy train to keep running, so they want you to suck it up to your sister-in-law like the rest of them. Now, what do you guys make of this one? And we move on to the next story. And our next story is from Snits. Am I the asshole for telling a car detailer I wasn't interested after receiving a high quote? I called a mobile car detailing service to get a quote or estimate for cleaning the interior of my car. The owner answered the phone and told me that he doesn't give quotes over the phone, but we can make an appointment for the detailing and that he would give me the quote in person then. I told him the make and model of my car, but he still wouldn't give me a quote. I thought this was weird, but agreed. We made an appointment for a Saturday afternoon for him to come to my house for the service. The day of, he texted me asking me to reschedule because an earlier appointment was running long, so we rescheduled for the following Saturday. The following Saturday, he rang the doorbell of my house. I answered and met him. Outside, he had two vans parked up near my car, and several young men were unpacking tools and a folding table, setting it up. I walked him over to my car and opened the door. He looked inside for less than 10 seconds and then brought out a clipboard with a bill and estimate for $450 to clean, wash, and vacuum the upholstery and interior of my car. I told him I could not do that price. The last time I got my car detailed, it was multitudes less. He looked awestruck, like I had a horn growing out of my head. He held his clipboard, looked down at the paper, looked at his guy setting up. He tried to convince me of the value and showed me a very expensive looking machine in the van. I repeated that I could not do that price. At this point, he shook his head and told me, I mean, you've kind of got me over a barrel here. I cleared my schedule and came all the way here on a Saturday. I said, I tried to get a quote from you over the phone. If you would have told me ahead of time, you wouldn't have even had to come out here because there is no way I'd have agreed to that price. Him shaking his head. Man, this is so unprofessional. I've never seen anything like this before. This is really unbelievable. He and his crew grumbled, packed up and left. I tried to paint an accurate as picture as possible without any subjective language. So was I the arsehole for refusing the detail service? Now to me, this was set up to be to do exactly that. He knew what he was doing in this position, coming out and just hoping that you would agree to the price because you felt pressured into doing so. And I do wonder, like I've seen many people like this, many salespeople like this as well, who do try this tactic. Not quite the same, but we have guttering companies around here who will knock on your door and say, oh, I've noticed your guttering needs replacing or cleaning or, or something along those lines. And they won't leave and they'll try to pressure you into doing so. And, and they'll be outside with like a van full of lads ready to get going immediately. And it's like, no, just not happening. I know it's not quite the same in this one because a quote wasn't, because the guy initially phoned for a quote and all that kind of thing. But it, it just gave me very similar vibes. But in this particular situation, I would, in some ways, I'd go as far to give them a review on that because you may be saving other people from this kind of, other people who, you know, don't feel like they can actually turn down the service. And I'm sure there's many people, he isn't just doing this on a whim, as he's clearly done this before. And an in-person quote isn't an uncommon thing. I mean, some people's cars just have a bit of dust in them. Others people's cars are absolutely trash. So I can totally see why someone would want to look in the car to see how much of a clean it actually needs. But that the whole process that way went through was absolutely toxic in my opinion. But Burrow Bridge says not the asshole. Over the phone, he should have at least been able to give you a base price for the make and model of your car. I would say he's using a hard sell technique. That is show up and get ready, quote you a high price, then try to guilt you into a sale. Jackalope says, not the asshole, that's a scam. He was counting on you being agreeable and not kicking up a fuss since he was already there. 
Kegel Exercise says not the arsehole. That's a sleazy, underhanded manipulation tactic he just attempted on you. I'd put him on blast on social media if it were me, but you do what you please. The Riker Maneuver says, the only person being unprofessional was the detailer. He knew exactly what he was doing. He refused to give you a quote, then gave you a high quote when he got there thinking you wouldn't have the balls to refuse it once he was there and they had already started unloading. I guarantee he's done this before and will continue to rip people off. Not only are you not the asshole, you should tell everyone you know about his shady business practices. Roboclaw says not the asshole. This guy is trying to pull one over on people. There's no reason he shouldn't have been able to quote you a price over the phone to at least give you a ballpark idea of what it would cost. And we'll have one more from Alana Ardre saying not the asshole. Sounds like a way they try to force people into accepting their services. What might be reasonable is if they charge $20 to come out and give you a quote, but waive the fee if you chose to accept their services. I've done that before when I got a quote to repair a broken window, but to try and bully you into accepting their services? Nope. Now, what do you guys make of this story? Have you ever had a similar experience with cold callers or people that you try to get quotes from before? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and your verdicts on all of today's stories if you choose to share them. A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved today and spending 20 to 30 minutes with the channel and just getting involved. It means the absolute world. There's a playlist on your screen right now and if you click it, it will literally scroll through the stories for you. There's over 600 videos, Am I the Arsehole videos and a lot more of the other subreddits as well if you go onto the playlist and I will see you in the next one. Take care guys, much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started <laughs>